up? It's another episode of The Professionals. I'm Jeremy Theo. I'm Yuri Wong. And today we talk about the same stuff we talk about every other week. <laughs> it's about being a guy in the 21st century. And today we're going to be talking about coolness. Yeah. Yeah. What, what about coolness? I mean, there's so many aspects to coolness, right? But I think the one that we I want to really get into mm. is the thing about that feeling of coolness. You know, like a lot of say, you know, a lot of style, stylo, not in terms of just, um, how would I say it? It's like charisma. La. Okay. Yeah. You, you look at something and say, that's so cool. La. Too cool, la, you know? <laughs> and I remember in school, I had quite a number of this kind of moments. Ah. You watch a movie and say, wow, this character is so cool, man. Like like Matrix, the Neo, like Neo, yeah, 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 the yeah. sunglasses and the yeah, trench coat. And the moment when he he became like part of the Matrix <laughs> and then he could stop the bullets, right? <laughs> then he's like, oh my God, <laughs> coolness overload, you know? Or sometimes you just walk around and you see this guy and maybe he's on a bike or something like that. And say, shit, man, that bike is so cool, man. All these moments of cool. Uh, what have you experienced in, in, in your life that you think were, were peaks of coolness? I remember the very first thing that I thought was really, really, really cool, right? Yeah. Was um, Bart Simpson. Bart Simpson. I thought Bart Simpson was the coolest character ever. Actually, he's quite cool. He's quite cool because yeah. he didn't give a shit. Yeah, he a bit of a rebel. Yeah. You know, right, skateboard. Huh. So up till today, there's a little bit of me that wants to be Bart Simpson. La. Yeah, Bart Simpson is cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> and he's lasted so long, right? Yeah. And the appeal is there, right? He's been 11 years old for 20 over years. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I found really cool? One, one of the coolest things in my life. La. I went to this concert. You know the band Live? Yeah. Yeah, in the, big in the 90s, right? And they, they were uh, playing Live la, in <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> And they played this song called White Discussion. It was a song that was uh, a lot of anger in it because it was a, a song about race, uh, like anti-racism song. Oh, okay. like, you know? And at the end, they had this big part where they're just playing this instrumental solo and all. And then the guitarist started flinging his guitar, you know, like turning in circles, right? And then the headstock hit the ground and then the guitar broke. And then he started attacking the, the amplifier with shards of his guitar. Oh my God. And then the stagehands had to hold up the amplifier <laughs> behind it so that they won't topple, you know? I said, this guy is so cool, man. <laughs> the, the whole thing about this cool thing, it's, it's really a feeling that you get though, right? Yeah, it's a feeling. Like you see somebody do something and you think, I want to be. Yeah. I want to give people the same feeling that he has given me. Yeah, it's an undeniable thing, you know. When you, when you detect it, it's like, oh man, coolness is there. But the thing about coolness, it changes though. It like, does. What is cool today may not be cool tomorrow. Yeah, and it's different things to different people as well. Okay. Since from being a teenager to like now in my 30s, I think my definition of cool has changed as well. What is your definition of cool before this and now? I don't know. Last time maybe it was more like how someone look or what someone sort of like um, jump off a plane or something like that. So it, it, it was more it was of more like the, the kind of stuff that they, they did. La. The outer stuff. Ah. And... I don't know. Now I feel like it's more the inner stuff, you know. Oh, more like attitudes and yeah, and, like, like confidence. You know, even if you're doing the most like uncool stuff, wearing uncle pants and stuff like that, right? But if you see this uncle with like total confidence himself, I say, oh, "This uncle, uh, cool, no?" <laughs> you know, you see, like I just watched this video of this uncle, right? Hmm. Super uncle, uh, dancing at some rave or something like on YouTube, and everybody. You know, they go and say, that's cool, man. Look at look at the guy go. He's just doing it, man. He's going for it. And that has become cool. When maybe when I was a teenager, I would see something like that and, and say, 
uncle this fellow or something like that. It's different lah. So it's about, I guess it's about not being ashamed about the things you like. Yeah. And not being worried about what people think about the things that you like. Yeah, yeah. So it shifted from this external thing into more this internal thing. Like if you think, you know, ant farms are cool and you've got a massive insect collection and you like it, then it's cool in its own way. Yeah, yeah. It's like geekery is cool because you've put a lot of sort of passion and and time and, and sort of knowledge uh, and built up the knowledge, you know. I think those kind of, um, how I say it, uh, purity of passion is cool. So by proxy, right? Yeah. What you're saying is that there is no such thing on earth. There's nothing on earth that's not cool. Uh. Yeah, I mean like coolness is relative uh, now. You know, <laughs> it's become this slightly more, how would I say, amorphous thing, uh, you know. It, you, it's like a cloud now. Last time cool is like this line. Mm. You cross this line, you're cool. The other uncool people are on this side. But side. you know what I think? I think that's an age thing. Like when you're young, and you're in secondary school or primary school or, and you're younger, yeah. I think cool will always be aligned to whoever it is. And, and mm. when I, you, see that, you see that kid in school that plays football really well, well I think he's very cool and you're going to be just like him. And when you're young, you're not able to kind of think beyond the, the I'm cool too because I like stamps. Mm, mm. But when you grow older, then you develop this sense of self and then you're like, hey, anything I do is cool. Lah. I don't <laughs> care. And it's good to be older just because of that. I yeah, I think so. That's one of the, I think the best benefits about being older. You can feel like you're cool, even if you're uncool. <laughs> That's why we watch Friends and they make fun of Ross. I think Ross is quite cool. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, some people think Ross is cool. Some people think Ross is like super uncool. He married a lesbian. How cool is that? <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, mm. when you're young, um, you, you, everything is sort of a mystery a little bit. No? There's this mis- mystery sur- surrounding like, people who are legends and things like that or you consider legends lah. and then when you grow up you notice that it's just people you know uh, and it's demystified a bit and that demystification takes away a bit of that sort of outer cool lah. yes you know the, the, the aura of coolness about it so if you think about it what you should do in, in, in these regards is just to I guess break down what makes a person that cool. person a cool and then you also can figure out how to be cool yourself lah. yeah but I don't know if it's you break down something. Maybe like you need you need sort of a, a, a role model like, right to to look at and say hmm, this person seems to embody cool very well, and I want to adopt a bit of that. Cool can also mean sort of like the not so cool cool for me like at least like you know like people being a bit uh how would I say it putting themselves above other people. Yeah. Some people are considered, wow, that's so cool, man. You know, I, I'm I'm of the 0.1% kind of thing. Yeah. But for me, it's not so cool. Lah. As opposed to saying that someone is, maybe he is a superstar or something, but he's got the common touch and that's cool. Lah. <laughs> but that's for me. You see, and that's such a relative thing. Right. Yeah. Well, some people might like the the particular individual that's constantly in branded clothes and living the glam lifestyle and only shows up VIP and those things on the yacht. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the Bentley, rolling in a Bentley <laughs> kind of thing, you know. All right. Let me throw it to you. Uh. See, if you think about it on the exterior side, you're pretty cool, what? You know, you, you, you're on radio, which is not something everybody gets to be on. All right. All right. And, you know, sometimes you're on a poster somewhere or, or you get, you know, featured in magazines a little bit. Those, those kind of things are scarce and some people think, wow, so cool if I were, you know, doing something like that, right? Right. So, if you really look at it, you could be in a position and say, hey, that's pretty cool. Yes. You know, on all the, like, this outer stuff that we're talking about. Yeah. So, 
most people don't even notice those things about themselves. True. Like, you can, you are pretty cool as a wow, guy. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I, I've never felt that way about myself. Uh-huh. Ah, cool. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very interesting place to be at. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to figure out, like, whether this being cool thing, because the thing I, I think about when it comes to being cool is that it's something that people aspire to be. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that should even be a thing. Hmm. Like, should people aspire to be cool? Should you think to yourself, wow, oh, that guy is damn cool, you know, plays rock guitar in a band, then yeah. I also want to be cool like him. Or should you just attain a greater understanding? Well, I think it depends on what your definition of cool is. Uh. You know, we spoke about steady, right? Being steady, yeah. you know, having, um, being a steady kind of person. And maybe for me, sort of being steady is a bit like being cool. Uh. Right. Or being cool is like being steady. But some, for some people, it's not, you see. Yeah. But I think this aspiration for cool is a very commercial thing as well. I think we've been manipulated a bit now. To buy those sneakers, to yeah. wear those clothes, to get uh, those shades. To have a certain lifestyle, you yeah. know. Smoke cigarettes, be cool. Oh. Now not so already lah. Actually, actually, that's true, you know, if you think about it. Hmm. That, the cigarette thing is probably the... One of the, the biggest, right? The greatest manipulators of cool. Yeah, like almost everybody on screen, even now, yeah. right? They, the, the, the cool guys are the guys who smoke, right? Yes. Or the girls, yeah. Even. yeah. And now it's vaping. <laughs> no, that one, that one hasn't reached that certain level of cool. Not yet. <laughs> but it's cool because it's technology-based smoking. <laughs> you know, like, people think of stories like, say, Steve Jobs and uh, Steve Wozniak found an Apple. And then now we say, well, I found it in the garage. Very cool now, you know? Yeah. Um, but at the time, when they were in the garage, it doesn't seem to them like, oh, very cool lah. Yes. You know? So coolness has sort of a backstory as well, right? Yep. I mean, like, to look at us, we're just two guys who are having fun and talking st- about stuff in the room. And we just enjoy it. Yep. So where it goes from there doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But uh, we like to do it and we do it. Right. So in a sense, that's also sort of cool. I don't know. I think it's cool. I think therein lies the difference. I think what we're doing yeah. is cool to us. Yes. Right? Uh, and what Steve Jobs and Wozniak were doing in the garage was cool to them. Yeah. But you tell anybody else what yeah, we yeah. are doing. No, no. <laughs> I, what are these two jokers I'm, doing? I'm under no illusions <laughs> that it's cool to anybody else. <laughs> Maybe to my wife, lah, yeah. you know? But outside of that, it's just like, cool. Lah. At, least you go, at least I got somebody to share this coolness That's with. true. It's true. It's true. And coolness is also needs, it's something to be shared. This is, this is, you can't be cool by yourself. No? You're right. And there needs to at least one other person in that coolness interaction. In order for it to be cool, somebody needs to agree with you that it's cool. Is that the way it works? Huh, okay, let's let's think about this a little bit. Mm. What if, let's say, there are two people in a room, right? Mm. And one of the person just being cool. Ah, gaya. And if the other person think like, what is this fella, you know, uh, what's, what's that word, uh, the Malay word that they use? Uh, poyo. Poyo. Huh. Fella poyo, la, you know. So is that person cool or what? He's poyo. <laughs> I think we've come to the, to the definition of cool. what is cool. And I think this is why I'm not necessarily such a fan of being cool. Okay. But I think what is cool is heavily reliant on what other people think it is. So it's completely what people around you think you are. And it has no bearing at all on how you feel about it. Hmm. That's a good point. So you're only cool if the guy next to you says you're cool or your schoolmates say you're cool or the people around you say you're cool. Um, but if you 
think something is cool and nobody thinks it's cool, then it's only cool to you. Yeah. But you can't say, I'm cool, and then people go, you're not cool. Then you're really not cool lah. <laughs> well, this is quite complex. Huh? Uh. I think they get a bit complex. Uh. But I guess if you don't really care. Yeah, I think that's the most important thing. I think if there's one lesson to be learned as with every show that we do, there are lessons to be learned. Yeah. Is that coolness does not matter. No, it does not. What matters is how good of a time you're having doing whatever it is you're doing. Oh man, I love that. How good of a time doing what you're doing. And then if you can figure that out and consistently have fun, somehow or rather somebody will think you're cool. I think we need to celebrate that knowledge with some sugarcane juice after this. <laughs> That's cool! <laughs> that is cool! <laughs> I hope you have been changed. <laughs> I hope, yeah, you're... you're not so worried about being so cool anymore. Yeah, because I find that it's still a bit of a problem. Sometimes I get I get wrapped up in those moments too. I think like, what do people think of me? Uh? If I'm you're cool, surrounded uh? by the kind of people who sort of, you know, are worried about being cool as well, mm. then the vibe sort of wraps off. Lah. Yeah, and it gets really judgmental and then you get really fickle about things. Yeah, it's no fun at all. So don't worry about being cool, yo. We're all cool. Yeah. Together, together. Just stay cool. Okay, before we continue, right? Uh. We got to uh, get to something that we spoke about last week. <laughs> so I asked you to try sending flowers, you know, to your girlfriend. Yeah. Just to see how, like randomly, right? Just right. to see how it works out. Yeah. So, okay, tell, okay. tell us. So I, I put a lot of thought in this. I, I considered the options. I thought to myself, should I? Can I do this? How is it going to happen? Okay, I know you sort of have this thing against sort of like flowers because it's the traditional thing to do the mindless thing to do uh, so to speak right as we galila okay so what i did was um it just so happened i was in a i was in a room with with my colleagues yeah and then on the table was was a flower uh. so what i did was i took a picture of the flower and <laughs> oh. i sent it to my girlfriend and then i said hey look i got you a flower <laughs> except just in picture form and she seemed like she really really loved it and i'm like wow this flower thing really works man so I that very is pro- interesting mm-hmm. you sent a photo of a flower uh. so you didn't send flowers lah yeah. right and she responded very positively. La. Extremely positively. I think I can play Batman later this year <laughs> for a long time. I think uh, the core of this uh, is that you thought of her and you showed her that you were thinking of her. I guess so. I and guess. the flower has nothing to do with you. That's true. You know, in the sense that, you know what? I thought of you. And nothing to do with me. This one is for you. I get the results. I understand the process. I'm very happy with it. I want to try and do more of it. Yeah. But what happens though when you do get caught up in those moments when you really don't think of your girlfriend and you're like, oh my god, I've not thought of her in so long or in the, within the time that I need to think of her and she's reacting negatively now. How do I deal with this? Then you just deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> then you're back then you buy her some real flowers. <laughs> la. <laughs> then you put in the note, last time I sent you a photo of flower, now here's some real flowers. <laughs> we need to edit this part out because I'm going to have to send it to her later. <laughs> Alright. So okay, it's very it's very interesting. Um in fact I, I recently got into a bit of a a bit of a conversation with um with a female friend of mine. Okay. And there was this one guy yeah. who was who kind of shared the same opinion that I had earlier on about no oh, not wanting to do the sweet talking thing or buying flowers thing and he just wanted to be real, etc. 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 Okay. And I understood that line of argument. Okay. But because you and I, we get to talk sometimes and we've spoken yeah. about this whole getting flowers yeah, and we showing have. value yeah. and thinking of the girl and all that, right? So, what? and, and I, I really do believe and I find that a lot of this like, enlightened me a little bit. Ah. So, I spoke to this guy. I tried to explain some of the our perspectives yeah. in this matter and he was still resisting very strongly. Yeah. And what happened was the girl that I was with yeah. turned and looked at me. She puts her hand on my shoulder and says, well, Jeremy, you really understand a woman. 
Oh. And then I felt like, oh my goodness, what, what just happened here? I need to recreate this. <laughs> and and like, like the guy, the other guy was there, right? The other guy was and there. So why did he like respond to that? The other guy was like, wow, Jeremy, you sure lah? You must get a lot. You must get lit like crazy one. Ah. You know this kind of moves. Even she agrees to you. But I thought to myself, no lah, dude. Just a couple of weeks ago, I was right where you were sitting. It's just that now I see the light and hopefully you see it too. Huh. Wow. Huh. That is interesting. And I think because there was a girl there and she just saw positive reinforcement. Yeah. Right? This guy, I'm sure he went back and thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man, this Jeremy, he's got something. <laughs> I, I, figure, I figure that that a big reason why a lot of us don't do things or we're worried about doing things or we're reluctant to do things or we stop ourselves from doing things we want to do. Yeah. And it's such an old-timey, old-foggy thing to say, but it really is about pride and ego. Yeah. And... You got to get past it, to be honest. I find this a lot of the times, this as a matter of principle thing, uh, ah. is a little bit uh, like that. Lah. You know, it's all tied up to things that actually are not really anything. Uh. That's true. I mean, of course, as a matter of principle, maybe you need to be kind. Yeah. Or maybe if the person is trouble, you need to help them. Right? But a lot of these other things, right? Like, I won't buy flowers as a matter of principle and stuff like that. Or I don't give money to beggars as a matter of principle. I think a lot of them are, when you ask why, uh. and you keep on going asking why, they, they're a bit... They fast. waver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but even if you think about it, let's get back to that kindness and helping people on those yeah. things, right? Don't even go on principle. Let's think about the practical aspects yeah. of it. Helping another person is extremely practical. Yeah. Because if you think about it in terms of building a kind of like environment or world that you want to live in, yeah. then if you expect to be helped, you have, must be willing to help others as well. And that's extremely practical. I that think. is. I completely agree and I love that form of thinking. But having said that, you know, like, depends on your perspective because some people say it's a dog dog world. Right. You're either on top or you're at the bottom. Right. You know, uh, resources are limited. You know, we, not everybody can be wealthy or have a good life. You know, stuff like that. Then you just have to ask yourself, what is the steady thing to do in a situation like ah. that? <laughs> and you see, all your moral dilemmas, they are solved. Yeah, true. So yeah, so... Bottom line, uh, moral of the story also, go buy like your girlfriend or the girl that you like a flower or at least show that you think about her because it never ever works out against you to be honest. And you know what? That is cool. And that's it for today's show. Thanks very much for listening. If you'd like to get in touch, you can go to theprofessionals.net or you can email us at talktotheprofessionals at gmail.com. If you want to send us chocolates or flowers also, we won't complain. Oh, most definitely not. <laughs> very cool of you to do that. <laughs> That's it for today. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Jeremy Theo. I'm Yi Wong. See ya. Bye. Who's that? The professionals.